Happy Hump Day. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Woo! We're here. Wow, I can't believe we made it to Wednesday. That was that was a close one. <laughs> we almost didn't get there. Oh. Uh, it was Yeah, that was really It was great. It was great. It was quite a commute. Quite a commute. Oh, yeah. Always, always. No, not always. <laughs> not always is there a red line of death um, out near Chanhassen. Oh, what happened? I don't know. There was a car pulled over with a police car. That was it. And it, and that was the first of several little slowdowns. So. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. We're it's here. It's people out there in the burbs don't know how to drive. Donna, <laughs> you live in the burbs. You're not city Donna anymore. We're not anymore. that far out. We're not. You're not city Donna. You're normal Donna. Uh, let's see. Today is Wednesday, as you mentioned, which means coming up today at 1130, we will play a little game called Whose Voice Is It Anyway? It's a great game. I think I've won eight or nine straight. Okay. So the we'll only reason he brought it up, by the way. Uh, today at 1030, we'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah, we will. All sorts of stuff to get to. I, I would like to get to this today, too. My, my question that I asked... Um, uh, yesterday, which produce item do you most often end up throwing out? I asked mm. this on our Facebook page, my Facebook Good. page, and got a whole lot of responses. So we'll get into that. But okay. first, what's happening? Yesterday, I see this text thread. I missed the initial ones, but uh, Marnie Gellner, our buddy, Sporty Spice. Marn. Sends a picture of you in the second row, basically courtside seats at the Timberwolves game. And it says, bro, you ain't even looking the right way with an emoji of her hand on her on her face. Like, oh, God. And I'm like, wait a second. What is happening? Why does he have those seats? And you wrote, I'm a celebrity. Well, hang on. That was taken out of context. I don't think so. I also went on to write, I also have a brother-in-law who works in auto finance and got invited by one of his clients. But again, the celebrity thing, let's not forget that. Wow, good seats. Uh, no kidding. I mean, these seats were incredible. Uh, I we, we were, my brother-in-law, Dave, who you've heard me reference on the show before, um, he was invited by clients of his. So Patrick and his wife, Heather, who and they had essentially second row seats. They sent the tickets and I looked it up on the seating chart and I was like, Dude, that is the second row center court yeah. is where we are for the Timberwolves game. Oh, my game. God. And you're you're basically on the floor. Let, let me explain the, the experience from beginning to end. Shout out to Patrick and Heather for their generosity of allowing us this really, really cool sports experience. First of all, Donna, you don't even park in a parking garage. Did we accidentally go into one? Yes. Did I say, hey, we need to get out of here. We got like the 10-minute grace window before they start charging you. I said, I think we need to turn out of here because there's valet parking for this. You pull your car right up to the Target Center. Stop it. Valet takes your car. You walk all of three or four steps outside. Now you are in this beautiful like Lexus lounge. And Lexus sponsors this whole area in the first few rows at the Target Center. But you go there. And now you're inside. You're not walking through. You're not going through skyways. <coughs> Excuse me. You're right. You're there. You're. It's luxurious already. They give you a little wristband. You go in. Donna, you sit down inside of this little Lexus lounge, and they seat you. There is a buffet dinner that is happening. 
You realize pumped. how unrelatable you sound right now, right? But I am okay. not saying that I paid for this. I'm saying I got the experience of a lifetime, and I'm explaining what happens okay, should just... you ever be as fortunate as I happen to be. I'm a man of the people, Donna. Hmm. I didn't buy these season tickets. I got invited. I was the guest of a guest, okay? That's amazing. You have this buffet I'm dinner. looking for celebrities right now in this picture. This, this guy looks like he might some be somebody. People. This guy might be somebody. I felt yeah. this way about a bunch. Of, he's somebody. that Somebody took a picture with that guy. I don't know who he is. He's somebody. Maybe Holly will know. I'll have to send this to her. Anyway, you go in, Donna. You get a buffet dinner. I don't care. You get a couple of drinks. You, you know, you get beer is included. Wine is included. And then casually, when it's time for the game, you just walk out from this like beautiful restaurant, essentially. And boom, you go to your... Courtside seats. It's unbelievable. And then the guy comes over and he's like, hey, you know, beer here. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a beer. And then I'm like, like getting... you pull out your wallet and he's like, no, 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 not you. It's paid for because of, of how the expensive these tickets are. So then that's paid for. Then, Donna, at halftime, mm-hmm. they bring out dessert. You don't think your boy got a churro last night? You're out of your mind. They Who had won? churros. I don't no, care. No, 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 Who won no. the game? The game. The, the you Wolves don't even won. know. Okay. The Wolves won. Okay, great. You get dessert <laughs> at halftime. There's free candy. So then you get some peanut M and M's and a cute little bag. Take them in for the second half. Then after the game, you come out. The game is incredible. I'll get to that in a moment. You come out and now they're serving pizza while you wait for valet to get your car. Wow. I was so taken aback by That's this whole nice. experience, and the only thing I kept thinking the whole night was. What does everybody do who who has these season tickets? I saw courtside tickets, first row courtside, mm-hmm. $2,100. Are these season tickets? They have to be, right? They are. The, the Lexus Lounge tickets are sold out. The okay. first row, the only price we could find was $2,100. Wow. Usually, and you know, right in front of you is the, you know, I don't want to name drop, but the man who runs all of the Lifetime Fitness. He's right there. Um, We're hanging out. I get to bump into uh, Chef David Fima, who is in charge of all of Target Center's food offerings now. He came over and said hello. Then I saw Chef Justin Sutherland, uh, speaking of Food Network and Food Network Famous. um, And he has a gazillion restaurants that he owns. Just opened one at the airport as well. So I got to see him. But it was such a crazy Experience and so seamless, so it, smooth from beginning up, to end. Like, did you know you were going to this game? He t- he texted me last week and said, "Hey, I think I can um, get a, you a ticket for a game next week." And then we just started kicking it around. But it was not until like when we walked out to the court, I could not believe how close we were. But then I thought the whole first bowl of seats at the Target Center—if you get anywhere from row one on the court to probably row thirty. You've got a really great view of the game. Yeah, it is a it's close. It's a really great setup for a basketball game. Let me ask Holly something right now. And it was awesome. It was so cool. They all look like avatars from Pandora. Everybody is a gazillion <laughs> feet tall. And the Wolves won. It was a new NBA in-season tournament game. And they won. It came down to the wire. Super fun. Super fun. Good for you. That's awesome. People call me Courtside Steve. I hear that. What do you want right. Holly to answer? Um, the guy in the black hat in that picture. I have not received the. Oh, you photograph. haven't? No. Oh, I sent it to you. Okay, oh, okay. I wonder why I didn't go through. Emailed her or text? I texted it. To okay. You. Let me try again. Yeah. Here it comes. Okay, here it comes. Ready for it. Okay, give it a second. Uh huh. He looks like an actor. He looks like someone from like This Is Us. <laughs> he looks 
like somebody from this. Yes, it looks like somebody <laughs> from right, This Is Us. I'm still Someone came up and got a picture with this guy afterward. Okay. You know what I'm going to do, Donna? I'm coming over. I'm going to look at that picture. All right. You come over. We'll take a break when we come back. How about we do that, Holly? We'll try and figure out who this is. Yeah. Um, and if anybody else knows what any of the other famous and rich people do in these first couple rows, uh, we would love to know. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. And then maybe if there's time, we'll talk about the produce that goes bad in your fridge. Oh, someday we will. That when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing, and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com. you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show. My talk 107.1. Her talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Harley Roberts hanging with us as well. Steve has a hat. Wait, what are you? What did you want to talk about here? I thought you had a hack or something. No, you want to talk about produce. Yes. I, I think I figured out who the man in question was, by the way. Who is it? According to Reddit, I just just popped up right now. Um, and they said that his name is Jordan Dye, okay. D-Y-E, which fits because his hair was dyed. Was it? And um, and he says, I think he is the owner, uh, runs a clothing brand called Lamb Chops. Okay. I mean, he loves the Timberwolves, according to his Instagram. That's awesome. He's That's... O- it looks like he's always in one of those Timberwolves, like... Vesty looking things. Oh yeah, that's him because on his Instagram account he posted a picture an hour ago. Oh, he did. Uh, and he's wearing the same outfit. Okay. As last night. As la- I mean, imagine that. I mean, what? Cool. Wrong? Did anybody see me on? T- was I on television? We don't care about you. Well, let's see. Uh, what kind of clothes does he make? Go Street. get some. Go get, get some, some lamb yeah, chops. Some sweatshirts, girl. Okay. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's rooted in uh the old Shelly Long, or not Shelly Long. Shelly Long. Shelly Sherry. Sherry. The woman who did Lamb Chops Play Along, Donna. You probably grew up with that show. I Well, it's a little before my time, but thank you. I grew up with that show. I didn't grow up with Lamb Chop. It was on, it was on in reruns <laughs> when I was a child. Yeah, Sherry Lewis. Sherry Lewis. Uh-huh. There you go. And she had the dachshund. Tell you what you don't see a lot Two. of anymore. Female ventriloquist. <laughs> Boy, Conspiracy. bring that genre back. Yeah. Almost none of them anymore. Oh my God! Jordan Who's Dye. that That's guy? That Jeff Dunham guy? Kill me, Donna. <laughs> what is your problem with vaudevillian style entertainment? Oh, Steve, I don't want to pay for a ticket to go see a grown man talk to a doll. I just don't. You know, Donna. I could go home for Thanksgiving to see that. <laughs> Hi, Uncle Jerry. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! You brought Timmy this year. That's cool. We have an extra seat for Timmy. I don't need a seat. Anyway, okay, broke that. Uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, help me out. Here's my point. All right, I was going to say we settled that. We figured that out. Okay. Bye. If ever you <laughs> are invited, and someone says, "Hey, I've got tickets to a Timberwolves game." That are courtside, you should go. But okay. I would argue go anyway. But this experience is so the stress, Donna. You're supposed to have stress 
And the parking terminals, you know, you're in Ramp A. Yeah. Now How you're in the Skyway. Now yeah. you're walking through the corridor. I never even saw a corridor at the Target Center. How could I ever go to a game again? I don't know. Congratulations. Thank you. <sighs> I wish I would have talked to almost anyone else besides you about this. No, it's cool, Steve. Thank you for sharing it. I saw the picture, blew my mind. I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. I went to bed at like 7 o'clock. First of all, I did not even mean to include you on that text with Marnie. Oh. I pulled up Marnie and then I, was, I deleted was existing, you. No, but was... then I deleted you. Rude. And then somehow you appeared in the... T- I can't get away from you. I, you appeared in the text again. Marnie walked by me at one point, by the way. Did she know? She didn't stop to give me a hug. Well, I think she, she checked just that started picture make- of you. Oh, yeah. No, we were yeah chatting. She knew... She gave me a thumbs down as she passed me. It was a, it was a really harsh I know. treatment. I and I asked said, her to send the me. cameras to me. Let them know. Could have plugged this show. You know, because I, I always have Donna and Steve, that oh, tattoo sure. under my nipples. I could have pulled my shirt up quick right. and right. had that. Mm, could have showed them your rings. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, Just like opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I asked a thought-provoking oh, question man. on Facebook. Okay. What produce item do you most often end up throwing out? I mm. asked. This came to mind after we walked... Our 999th dead cucumber to the garbage can. That that would be up there for me. Top two. Celery and cukes. Celery. I hate celery. Unless it's in something. How about in a salad? Chopped up in a salad? No, no. You like it in a soup? Save it. I'll eat it in a soup. Soup Soup is good. Uh, Bloody Mary? No, keep it. Um, Tuna salad? Yes. Most definitely want that little crunch. Other than that, if it's sitting there on a veggie tray, I ain't dipping that thing. Bag salad mix made quite a few appearances on this list. Makes sense. We bring it home with the best of intentions. Spinach also. Bananas. And then we all think we're going to do banana bread once they go bad. And how often are you baking banana bread? Probably not as often as your bananas are going bad. Do you know what I do with them, though, when they start to turn brown or get a little spotty? I wrap them in wax paper. Put them in a baggie, put them in the freezer, and use them for a smoothie. Perfect for that. This way, no Mm. banana had to lose its life for you. In vain. When's the last time you had a smoothie? Four months ago. (laughs) Strawberries, says Mary Ellen. They've got a very short shelf life. Raspberries, blueberries, those whole all of those, they're so expensive. And, so expensive. And isn't Off it so disappointing charts. when you've put it under something, maybe there was there was there was an overfilled drawer, so now it's up on a shelf, it's under something, your eyes not seeing it every time, and then you finally are like, Oh crap, we got blueberries. And you go, and they all have beards. Mm. Little Santa beards. Oh yeah. Which I believe can kill you. Lettuce gets a really bad run in the in the fridge. Lettuce lettuce of any sort. Yeah, whether it's spinach, whether it's kale, whether it's traditional uh, romaine lettuce or the salad mix, all of that leafy green, it's like 50-50 when they come in the fridge. I feel like people overbuy when they go grocery shopping. I always keep that in mind. Yeah. Like, nope, I don't want to buy that because it's just going to turn and then I'm going to feel bad for wasting food. There's a woman who said that what she does is she puts fresh paper I don't know what she means by fresh paper. Let's say paper towel. Maybe. I put fresh paper in my crisper drawers the last few years. Barely anything goes bad. I put a sheet right in my spinach container, and it'll last for weeks. Total game changer. Really? So do you think if you put a paper towel in your bag of kale or bag of spinach or salad mix, 
that what does it do? Does it does it maybe absorbs moisture? That's really what's making the vegetables go bad, rot. Do you think that's what it is? Because it's certainly maybe. not moisture out in the air with the bananas. Great question. But if you have one bad banana, it'll make the other the bananas bunch, bad. Right? One bad banana. That's a I think it's one bad apple, but here's the thing. I think, though, those toxins end up spreading to the other produce. That's why you need to get them away from each other. I think that's true. Okay. How many of your stupid bananas do you think you have in the freezer right now after you try to do that nutrition hack on us? Four. You believe you have four bananas? Yes. You know there are four do? halves. Four halves. I break them in half. So you have two. That is correct. Why don't you put those in a uh, smoothie today, Donna? I don't like smoothies in the middle of the day. No, I like smoothies. That's a morning thing for me. Midday smoothies? Nope. Because it's a lot of sugar. And I want to burn it early in the early part of the day. I have a lot of strategies in my head. Sounds like you got a lot of stress in your head. I don't know if these are life-giving strategies or just sort of uh, a mental bondage that you've wrapped yourself in. I don't want to have carbs or sugar after like 10 o'clock in the morning. That is interesting, is the word I will use. Okay. What if I, you know what? What? I, I'm not here life coach. I was going to say, look, maybe if you if you had like some physical activity in the afternoon that you did, hmm. then the, the sugar, that's good sugar. It's, those are good carbs. Complex. And right on time. Okay. That was quite the journey. Thank you. Hey, it's it's been 25 minutes and we haven't spoken about Taylor Swift. What are That'll we change. Doing? That'll change. Yes, when we it come will. Back. We've got that on the way. And Britney Spears, she has another weird video that we have to talk about. We'll get to that and more when we return on My Talk 1071. Oh, hey, it's Donna for my new pals over at Energy Savers Fireplaces. I love these guys. This is a local family-owned business. They've been around since 1976, and they do it all when it comes to fireplaces. Whether you're choosing a fireplace, whether you're replacing one, maybe uh, picking out the right type for your space, uh, that's an important decision. The staff at Energy Savers Fireplaces can help you uh, scope out an area in your home. That would be the most, you know, a desirable place for your fireplace. They can also help you design it. If you're replacing an existing fireplace, uh, they can help you consider your options. Wood, gas, pellet, electric, inserts. Doesn't matter what you're looking for. Indoors, outdoors, fire pits. Energy Savers Fireplaces is your one-stop shop. Uh, You know it's a great business when their reviews are all five-star reviews and their installers have been with them for 20 to 25 years. Go to energysaversfireplaces.com and tell them Donna Valentine sent you. Hello, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. (laughs) Oh, I love love. Big fans. Big fans, big fans. You go, love. Taylor Swift will be shacking up with Travis Kelsey in his $6 million Kansas City house for the next few weeks. This according to page six. Looks like she's got some time off. Oh, I I thought she was sort of busy through the end of the year with the international leg of the tour. 
Um, well, her plane went directly from Brazil to Kansas City on Monday. And they're going to be spending weeks at a time together to give their romance some privacy. They're going to be at his place. She's still smitten. But, uh, yeah, so up until now, they've just been kind of sneaking away a few days here and there because of their schedules. Sure. But now I I guess she's got a little bit of time. He's got a few games left. Are are those guys, are they going to be the playoffs? Is that what you call it, playoffs? Playoffs? Mary? They are going to be in the playoffs, yeah. Do you think they're going to go to the Super Bowl? They could. Certainly could. Okay. I don't know that they're heavy favorites. Who is? Philadelphia Eagles on the uh, NFC side of the ball. I suppose the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't feel quite as dominant as they have in years past, but it would be no surprise if they ended up in the Super Bowl again. Okay. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Um, Anyway. Oh, and, and speaking of Taylor Swift, remember that young lady who passed away before one of her shows in Brazil? Yeah, that was so sad. Um, yeah, she had gone into cardiac arrest twice due to the high temperatures inside the stadium mm. where Taylor was performing. So she invited the girl's family to do a meet and greet. And there are some pictures of her with the family and the family's wearing the picture on their shirt of the girl who passed away. But I thought that was very nice for her to invite them. Yeah. Oh, that was so sad. I just can't can't believe it. I And I'm sure that's partially why she canceled the next night's show. Sure. When you realize just how dangerous it actually is. Right, right. Mm, let me see. Yeah. Hmm. I almost wish she was wearing the same T-shirt. Yeah, Taylor's in her full get up like she's about to go out on stage right she's in her like sparkly bodysuit yeah well that's 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 nice for that's a tough thing i'm sure that's a pretty heavy moment when that family's about to walk into the room oh my gosh not that you feel responsible for it but i'm sure there's some by extension yeah uh, just a heaviness yeah surrounding something like that that's good that she did that um so yeah uh that's the latest on taylor swift thank you are you gonna watch the eras I am. Concert yes, on, uh, December streaming? 13th. I am going to. Are you? Um, I don't know. If my, if my daughter wants to sit down and watch it or show me some stuff, I'd, I'd be down with that. How many parts will you be breaking this uh, into? What what sort of a mini-series will this turn into? Because this is a three-and-a-half-hour thing, Donna. I will watch the whole thing maybe on a morning, like a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. When you're having a smoothie. When I'm having a smoothie. Morning Thank is you. smoothie time. Sure is, Steve. And I'll probably pause a couple of times to maybe get a, a another snack. banana. <laughs> maybe get a little snack. Maybe use the restroom. Okay. Powder my nose. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Powder your Make nose. Make a phone call or take a phone call. Mm-hmm. Do your taxes. Correct. You ever do the thing where you're you're home alone or you know you're not gonna see anyone, but you caught yourself in the mirror too many times and you're like, Okay, hair's getting done now. Shirt is getting changed. Me, me need more self-respect. My fear is that someone's going to ring my doorbell. Well, don't mm. answer it, Donna. Avon lady. No, you don't answer the door ever. You be I, like a good citizen. You hide in the back of your house. 
Ollie's right. You turn off all the lights and pretend you're not home. That's what I used to do. Now I feel obligated. Like, I feel like, what if a kid next door is locked out of their house or something? Mm, Miss Donna. Yeah. Yeah, and you're probably their last doorbell that they would ring. So they're they're really in a a, a situation. Only because they don't have good food. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the one. They're not stopping by for popsicles. My, uh, the neighbor kid, Charlie, was like, oh, my God, do you have anything to eat? And I'm like, I could find something. I'm like, I have pizza, a frozen pizza, but it's cauliflower crust veggie pizza. And she's like, pass. I'm like, okay, how about some, I can make some spaghetti with butter. Just sit down for a minute. I'll make you some spaghetti. With butter. Topped with fiber supplements. <laughs> Just sprinkle it right on there. Yeah, you could crush it up. It'll look like pepper. It's uh-huh. so true. You open my fridge, there's like nothing to see here. What the hell do you eat at night? What do you snack on? What brings you emotional joy from food? I have some snacky stuff. I have some like crackers, lentil chips, <laughs> and I have quinoa chips. It's gluten-free. Are any like Doritos around? No. Mm-mm. I have almonds. Yeah, we're still like, you're still at a co-op. Okay, okay, let me think. Speaking of unrelatable, come on, give us some junk food. You got a little little ding-dong somewhere? No, I don't have ding-dongs. How dare you? What about that roommate of yours? He seems like a ding-dong. He might have ding-dongs. No, not that he, I was trying to call him a ding-dong. Oh. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's stuff, you know, I have like dark chocolate and things like that. Okay, sorry. I've got some stuff. I've got cheese. Take a picture today. Take a little picture of your pantry and Well, your... I just bought a bunch of stuff because I'm hosting a a, a little girls get together. Oh. So I bought stuff so it's going to look like I eat that stuff. You know what I love is those Snyder's pretzel pieces. The mustardy Hun- ones. Honey mustard yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, those so are good. good. And those things they're so interesting cuz they're like it's almost like a pretzel tried to Stop being a pretzel. It's like, I'm going to start working out and I'm not going to live like a rod. And then they like, it's like it's busting out of its pretzel shell, right? It's bursting at one point, usually those little, those little knuckles, pretzel knuckles. Yeah. Love them. You dip them in anything? No, they're perfect the way they are. You should dip a pretzel in salsa sometime. Surprisingly good. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> Thank you. Now on to Britney Spears. I, I don't know what she's doing, guys. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I saw some still images. Should I watch it? So go find it. maybe Holly can play it. Yeah. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my God, the cleavage! Holy cow! Now there's just a little bit of audio, and then otherwise it's silent. She's making faces, uh-huh. like weird faces with her teeth and her lips and her eyeballs. Okay, here we go. Face, face. Peace. And good morning. Mm. And good morning. Mm. That's about it for the audio portion. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. And then she's got like a black choker on and no clothes. It's just very strange. Very strange. I don't. I don't know. I don't know know what to do with her. I hope she's okay. I hope she has someone living with her. You know what I mean? Like, I hope there's like a caretaker or 
a housekeeper. Yeah, is she all alone? Because aren't our kids in like Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, she does broke she up have with friends? her friends. Like, does she have friends who no come idea. over and connect with her? I'm hoping. Take her to coffee. Right. I don't know. I'm sure, that's what people are asking about me too. <laughs> Somebody take that woman to Starbucks. Get her a cup. Yes. <laughs> Isn't she like a Starbucks kind of girl too? She's always oh, yeah. got some kind of like foamy, creamy, whipped up drink. Yeah. Yeah. Noted yeah. fan of the Frappuccino at one point in her life. Right. Those are good. By the way, I went to Starbucks and Caribou within the, within the last week and had for the first time in a very long time like a fun sugar bomb drink. What'd you have? Hang on. I got to look it up for a okay. second. Tell everybody the time and temp. Uh, the time is 9.39 and I don't know the temp. Thank you. Um, my order, thank you for asking, is oh, a yeah. grande iced skim latte with one Splenda already in it. I think I had the spicy hot mocha, the spicy chocolate mocha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with a little cayenne pepper in it. Oh, holiday beverage. Holiday beverage, Holly. Uh, You got a little Starbucks coffee in there, two ounces of milk, a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon, and a pinch of cayenne pepper, whipped cream, milk chocolate, shaved. Oh, yummy. It was very, very good. The chai tea sounds really good, too. Oh, and by the way, my niece took me to that bubble tea place again. Boy, is that jarring. You don't like the sensation of a bubble coming up through the straw. It's disgusting. Oh, no boba for Donna. Nope. The first time I had that, I was like, oh, this is so nasty. Nasty. She's like, it's just tapioca. Like, I don't I don't need to be chewing while I'm drinking. <laughs> you know, it's so it's gross. Too much. Really nasty. But you'll eat a freaking beef log out of a Bloody Mary. Not a beef log, a turkey log. Thank you. Bar oh, Watching your cholesterol? Yeah, I just, I don't eat beef. Oh, okay. I just... Turkey log sounds awful. No, no, I just bought a whole big thing from Cub. Um, you know, Ooh. just the turkey sticks. They're delicious. And again, yeah. we just talked about this the other day, but every time Bloody Marys come up, I say it again and again. Having a Bloody Mary at uh, at brunch, mm-hmm. great. Having just gin, a double shot of whiskey, alcoholic. But if you put meat and cheese in it, it's cute. Girls' morning. But if Bert is at the bar at 1045 and it's he's like, true. I take two eggs over easy and uh, an IPA, you're like, buddy, it's not even noon. Yeah, but think of all those vitamins that you're getting. In your Bloody Mary. <laughs> That's true. It is true. Okay. It is, okay. and it's low-cal. It's like 20 calories for the mix. So, okay. Then you got your shot of vodka. We'll go to the Bloody Mary, but well, not the afternoon smoothie. Well, there's some... Mim- yes, that is correct. Okay. There's mimosas people do, too. What's that, you know, the orange juice and champagne? Yeah. I mean, cracking... But if you're to just have a glass of champagne, champagne at it's 10... Like, yeah, honey, the party's over. Yeah. Put the glass down and let's let's regroup today. It is kind of interesting, It Steve. is. Yeah. Tomato yeah. juice and orange juice cover a multitude of sins. <laughs> and we thank you. Thank you. We gotta go. Okay. We're gonna come back, though. And when we do, it's a See Something, Say Something Dallas edition. Oh. Uh, I want to tell you... Oh, well, you stuck some stuff in there, too. We don't have to get to all of it, but I just want to say, at some point today, there's an article about Jerry, the Golden Bachelor. Oh, Jerry. And maybe some of the resume that makes him just so gosh darn lovable might be a little fabricated. Stop it! 
I'll tell you about it if you want to hear about it. I do want to hear about it when we come right back on my talk one oh seven one. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy here to share a little with you about all the holiday happenings coming up at Shanhassen Dinner Theaters. Uh, let me suggest this. as Maybe you're doing a little bit of shopping this season, right? It's Cyber Week. You're checking boxes on your list. Shanhassen Dinner Theaters gift cards. Hear me now. Make a perfect gift for just about anybody on your list. You get the great dinner and show package with hospitality that is second to none. And then the entertainment options are oh so many, starting with a must-see Broadway hit, Jersey Boys. The story of Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons is really spectacular. Hey, Jan is also known for its concert series, and from Thanksgiving through New Year's, there are a ton of holiday options. Celtic Holiday, Hooli, Andy and Bang, Cat Perkins, The Soulful Ginger Commodore, Boyd Lee's Christmas on the Prairie, or how about a vintage Vegas New Year? And if laughs are your jam, I got good news for you. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, Just the Ticket, Improv Comedy, Friday and Saturday night. Something for everybody there. Visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Donna and Steve on my Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. It's the hump day edition of the program. Whose voice is it anyway? Coming up at 1130. It's one of our favorite games. It's my new favorite game. Because you're winning. I haven't lost in the last eight or nine times that we've played. It's a fun game. For you. this game. Wow. Well, good luck today. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Look, I saw something, and so I'm going to say something. All right. It was on The Hollywood Reporter. The headline reads, The Golden Bachelor's Not-So-Golden Past. Stop it. Secret Girlfriends, a juiced-up <gasps> resume, and the selling of a septuagenarian Sep- stud. The Secret History of America's Senior Sweetheart, Jerry Turner. Ooh. Oh, man. What um, is this? All right. Here's what I... Uh, we're two days out from the finale, I believe, right? Yes, I need to watch the finale. Um, of course, he had he is a is a widower, and his wife passed away after forty three years, died of an infection just one month after they they moved into their dream retirement house on Big Long Lake in Hudson, Indiana. And he brought her, you know, to the hospital, and she never came home. It was just so sad. Well, uh, the idea, I'll read to you from The Hollywood Reporter, the idea that this guileless man was reawakening before our eyes to contemporary life, quoting him saying, I mean, I haven't dated in 45 years, Mm. he told Entertainment Tonight, made him a hugely compelling character. He seemed so wholesome and almost preacherly that on The Daily Show, comedian Louis Black joked, this guy is like if the word G. Willikers became a person. (laughs) It's a great line. It's like you. Wait. But they go on to say that maybe not all of it is quite that way. Now, it's funny because Turner recently appeared on Justin Long's podcast, Life is Short, and he told Justin Long about the elaborate screening process that he was subjected to. I had to send my fingerprints to the FBI. There were numerous background tests. There was a psychological evaluation that was like 360 questions and then another hour of interview. The vetting process is ridiculously thorough, says Jerry Turner. But they say despite the vetting, The Hollywood Reporter has discovered several inconsistencies regarding both his work history and recent romantic entanglements that contradict the received narrative. So you, I'll, I'll explain these to you, and you tell me if this matters to you, All right. the Golden Bachelor <clears throat> I viewer. also have a theory, but go ahead. 
Um, he's identified on the graphics on the show, throughout the show, as a retired restaurateur. Okay. Kind of a fancy way to say he owns or owned a restaurant. That being said, according to his profile on LinkedIn, Jerry last owned a restaurant in, what year do you think? 2012. 1985. Ah! <laughs> when he sold his Mr. Quick hamburger drive-in franchise in Iowa, where he worked his way up from high school. After that, he held various sales and management positions in the meat business, again per his LinkedIn resume, which does not list an end date for his employment. Now, that does not match up the idea pushed on the show that he retired at the young age of 55, which would have been in 06. Never mentioned are his years of pickup post-retirement work, like, and I like this, installing hot tubs at Gannon Pools near Davenport, Iowa, as confirmed by the owner of Gannon Pools, Carrie Gannon. He then worked as a maintenance man at the Vera French Mental Health Center, also in the Davenport area, as verified by his colleagues who spoke very highly of him. Uh, It was in the latter capacity, though, that job at the mental health facility, where he would come to know a woman. We will make up the name Carolyn, the Hollywood Reporter says for this. Okay. With whom he would go on to have a nearly three-year relationship. Beginning innocently enough, a month after his wife's death, uh, she was attractive, 14 years his junior. She was a staff accountant at the mental health center. They dated for 10 months. And then they lived together for one year and nine months. Okay. This account is drawn from interviews with, quote unquote, Carolyn, who requested not to be named, as well as friends that she confided in at the time and text messages with Jerry, among other documents. Wow, they're doing like a deep dive. Now, the fact that he started dating is not unexpected. He was single and a widower, after all. He was not cheating. But his amorous activity, they write, certainly didn't align with how he regularly yanked viewers' heartstrings with on-air announcements about his lack of a love life since his wife died. He later touchingly admitted to one pre-show kiss on the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. Uh, Carolyn apparently wasn't the only relationship that he had, and the Golden Bachelor producers failed to mention This fall, a reporter from the U.S. Sun reached out to Heather, a waitress at the Shady Nook, which is a bar and restaurant located (laughs) on the lake in Hudson, Indiana, right next door to Jerry's new lake house. So close that he kind of made it his bachelor clubhouse. The Shady Nook? The Shady Nook. Okay. Donna? What? I'm just just The jokes write themselves. Come on. Heather, who no longer works at the Shady Nook, considered Jerry her friend. She told the reporter that in the last six years... He dated a couple of women. They weren't all long-term, but they weren't short-term either. He was with a couple of women for a decent amount of time, but just didn't work out. Hey, Heather, chill out, man. She said it's her friend. Just say no comment. Heather. When Carolyn and Jerry first started dating, so says the friend of Carolyn, this happened in September of 2017, my husband and I took them to an Iowa football game. Her friend Susan said, I thought, this guy's legit. This guy's a really good guy for her. Then this friend recalled watching The Bachelor, The Golden Bachelor, and hearing Jerry say the line about not having been kissed in six years. And I'm like, what? He's got to know that people are paying attention to this show. I'm just flabbergasted. It goes on to just color in some of the the page here. So they're saying that they, they were sold, the viewers were, to some extent, sold a bill of good or things were framed Touch strategically. Guess who did that? Not Jerry. Jerry! 
Care Bear. He did not do that. It's the producers. But, They're but, trying to say, okay, here's what we're going to say. We know it's this, but we can say this and make it a little more colorful. And But if he says, I haven't kissed, kissed a woman in six they years. They made him say were, that. Well, okay, that's victim language. He's a grown A man. You get to say whatever you want to say. Okay. But the framing, I would agree with you. Producers can frame things and edit things out. But when you say that line, they didn't make him say he if that is, in fact, what he said. And that's not true. He said that he lied. And that's just the fact. That is fine. But I think when you're under that amount of pressure and you've got you really somebody has to watch Unreal on Lifetime. Is it on Lifetime? I think it was Lifetime. Remind me what that is. It is a bunch of producers in real life who worked on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Okay. It's a scripted series. That kind of tells the story of manipulation that goes into these shows and how they pressure these people. And it's like abusive how they do this to them to get them to say the things that they want to. Well, guess what, Jer? You signed this piece of paper. Did you not read the fine print that says that we can do this and that you will abide by the producer's suggestions to say things, even if they're not true? That's my belief. That's what I think is going on here. I don't think this nice G. Willikers kind of guy is willingly doing it. I know what you're saying. He's a grown man, but you've never walked in his shoes. You don't know what, what kind of pressure he's dealing with. Right. But that is a that's a less that's strategic TV. framing that's TV. thing. No, but I get it. But to the to the friend's point, they're saying. Sure, you can't go on television and say you haven't kissed a woman in six years. You dated my friend for 19 months. I get That's, where they're that, coming from. And they're thinking, don't you think people are going to see right. this? I understand. And so then, the, because I guess what they're trying to do is say, like, this this man has just been, after the devastating uh, news of his wife passing away, that he's essentially just been a shut-in, just can't even approach women. Right, right. Well, uh, listen. Sounds like that's not the case. It sounds a lot more interesting to... Call him a restaurateur, or however you say it, restaurateur. It's a very good Um, Even though he hasn't owned a restaurant since 85, then it is to say he was a maintenance man at an assisted living facility. They're just coloring it in. hot tub installer. Yeah, that's exactly. The Jerry, and that's the Jerry I stand with. Hot tub Jerry. Hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Holly. Bye, Holly. We'll be right back, everybody.